Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Dave, that's Kate. Hi, friends. And the soup of the day is pumpkin sausage soup. Okay. I'd eat the shit out of that. Sounds basic. Why is that basic? There's a bunch of shit in it, too. Pumpkin flavored. Sausages, too. That's just the spice part. It's the spice of soup. The sausage is the spice of soup? Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte. I think there is some nutmeg and stuff in there. (laughs) Hmm. Maybe I'm late on this. We should have done this in the fall. Yeah. This is technically still fall, right? No, it's winter now. Isn't that on we the 21st? A, uh, that's winter solstice, but like it, we had a snow warning. Yeah, but is it technically winter yet? If it's snowing, it's winter. It's not snowing. It's not snowing. As of this recording. This very second. It's but... not, res- not snowing in Nanaimo. So it's snowing somewhere. That's a fact all year round, though, isn't it? Mm. Probably. In a mountain somewhere, high up in the Alps. Mount Everest. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Suck it. Suck it. Thanks. <laughs> <coughs> so, oops, go ahead. I was just say we need to get back into our groove. I was just going to bring us back in. Yeah. If you didn't notice, an episode didn't go up last week. Why is that, Dave? I don't know. Some shit went down when I went to edit it. My whole track was gone. The government was shutting us down. Again. The topic was the death of Princess Diana. And it was amazing. So many jokes were made. Like the best jokes. Mm-hmm. I think it was our best episode ever. Probably. And none of you will ever hear my side of it. I might <laughs> Maybe I'll post Katie's <laughs> one-sided conversation. <laughs> it's just like me. And then they hunted werewolves. <laughs> Whoa, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers, right? <laughs> yeah, it was good, though. And everyone's sitting there going, what? <laughs> exactly. But on the bright side, our hearts are heavy, so you get free shit. Mm-hmm. If you want free shit, like a sticker, you can email us at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com. And in the subject line, write promo code, because that's funny. <laughs> And then just tell us you want a sticker and give us your mailing address. Mm-hmm. So I again, won't stalk you. That's at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com. Promo code, promo code. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> and yeah, free stuff's always good, so just fucking do it. And while you're at it, you can check us out on Instagram at sasquatchatemybaby, Twitter at sasatemybaby. Uh, you can find Dave on Twitter and Instagram at Dave White 1990 and me at Catalina Holt. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Is there something else? Oh, Facebook. Yeah, I'm going Facebook too. Spotify. Nope, you might be listening on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podcast.com mm. in case you would rather be using one of those other things and you just didn't know it. <laughs> I guess people might not know we're on spotify yeah it's possible it's possible the only thing i don't like about listening to podcasts on spotify though is it uses my data and i always go like you don't pay for spotify you can't download them 
I have never thought to do that because my mind does not think that far ahead of wanting to listen to Spotify. Well, you have an iPhone. You just use the iPhone app. The podcast one, you mean? Yeah, on the iPhone. Yeah. Those ones Why down. would you even think about using Spotify? Well, because when I was driving, I <clears throat> used to find different podcasts that I hadn't found on iTunes. Like, they would come up on there. There's other podcasts that aren't on iTunes? Well, I just hadn't found them yet. Oh, okay. You just hadn't found them on there. Yeah, it was easier for me to find new stuff on Spotify than it was for me to find it on the, like on itunes because you really have to go searching unless it's in the like top 10 top like 100 i don't i don't look for new stuff yeah i just listen to what i like yeah (laughs) but i would go through so many podcasts that i would be caught up to everything and because you drive to victoria every day Mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh i pay for spotify again too well you're good to go then you should just download the episodes and you're good to go yeah okay now Good. I'm more into that iTunes version. <laughs> a lot of people hate the iTunes one. Why? I don't know, but they they say it's just shitty. But Pro- it's right all right there for you. Probably the reason it. why I just said where it's hard to find new stuff. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what jmybaby gmail dot com. Promo code. Promo code. <laughs> Give us your mailing address. And now a word from our sponsor. Have you ever been to a museum, Dave? I have been to a museum, Kate. Have you? I have. Are you a cultured man and do you want your house to feel like a cultured place? As if you're living in the Louvre. That would be amazing. How do I do this? You can go over to Instagram and check out at Brad Reef. Oh, shit. He has incredible artwork that you can hang on your walls as if you're actually in a museum. How do I get it? You message him. On Instagram? Yeah, and you ask, can I buy this? And he'll be like... Probably. <laughs> Probably. Unless it's already sold. <laughs> Unless it's already sold. Then he'll be like, and they're going fast, so get out there. Get out there. You can get something as amazing as the piece that Dave and I have on our Instagram, which is American Gothic, but with fucking Sasquatch. Because we're Sasquatch ain't my baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I mean, this wasn't agreed upon with Brad, but maybe if you mention us. He might give you a little little deal. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, Sasquatch ate my baby. Told me to come buy a picture from you. Give me a couple bucks off. Give it a shot. I'm not promising anything, but you never know. The worst that he's going to say is, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if not, then you get a cool ass piece of art. He's got yeah. lots of real good ones. Space monkey with Nintendo controller front face. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love the elk. He's got a beautiful elk. The train. A plus. Maybe (laughs) I am thinking of the Polar Express because it's almost Christmas. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you look at; all of them are amazing. Mm -hmm. Go check them out. That's at Brad Brad Reef on Instagram. B R A D R E E F. At Brad Reef. Welcome back, folks. So, in other news, we have. I mean, I don't think we've ever really. Uh, what's the word? Hyped future shows before. Well, we possibly have some pretty fantastic guests coming. We do. For some pretty fantastic episodes. Yep. The next two episodes are going to be action-filled. Isn't action-packed a better way to put that? Only maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I want it filled like a jelly donut, please. Okay. Okay. Fine. 
but that, that could also be packed. No, it's filled. Mm-hmm. It's filling. All right. Mm-hmm. I concede. So, uh, anything else? Nope. All right, well, this has been Sasquatch A, my baby. <laughs> Thanks for coming, guys. Bye. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today for real, though? We're having a nice ghostly episode again. Kind of. <laughs> a dark ghostly episode. It's just, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Dave's going to go first because he's going to bring us down. And then I'm going to go second and bring us right back up again. That's our dynamic. Yep. So, have you ever heard of New York City? New York, New York? Yes. Oh. Have you ever heard of a little known borough known as Staten Island? Never in my life. I don't know if you're serious or not. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> have you ever heard of the Willowbrook neighborhood? No. So you've definitely never heard of the Willowbrook State School. Definitely not. Well, let's talk about it. I thought you were doing Nazis. Yeah, I couldn't find anything good. Okay. <laughs> Turns out, not a lot of Nazi ghosts. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. <laughs> they could keep fucking shit up. <laughs> I just had a lot of trouble like finding something, and I had to stop back to tell them Steve Dave and they talked about this once. Okay. So... So we can thank Tom, like, yeah. Steve, Dave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Tell him Steve, Dave, not Tom, Steve, Dave. Did I say Tom? I don't know what you said. I said Tom. Tell I definitely him. said Tom. It's, it's written all over here. <laughs> but as people always say, tell him Steve, Dave makes, the world takes. So I'm taking. All right. That is a well-known fact. That's fair. So Willowbrook State School. Can I just say something real quick? I'm yeah. glad you didn't do Nazis because I didn't think we could make a lot of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be able to make a lot of jokes in this one either. Oh, we might anyways. Hashtag hate mail coming. Good luck. <laughs> hate mail is some mail. That sounds fun. That's true. Send us your hate mail. I did say at one point that I really wish that we got so famous that people hated us. Yeah, that's true. So this could be it. This could be it. <laughs> we could go viral. <laughs> Well, when we make fun of Nazi ghosts, we might. <laughs> Two unknown podcasters somehow got arrested for what they said. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. I got to open my beer before we start this. Okay. I don't know if it's going to make the same sound. Oh, that was a nice sound. Welcome to my ASMR podcast. <laughs> I just have a face of glee right now. They don't know that I did that. They probably assumed you did that. Oh, no, that was him. He was participating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this place, um, they started building it in 1937, and it was intended purpose was to be a state-supported institution for the intellectually disabled, mentally handicapped people. Hmm. They didn't put it in a nice way because it's old times, but, you know... <laughs> But what what words did they use? Uh, retarded. Okay, you can use them in the context of quoting them. Uh, and that's all. That was. I like how you said it. not in a nice way because you knew that I'd get upset for you using the word retarded. I don't like using the word retarded for mentally challenged people, but for just using it, you should be able to use it. Okay. Because it's never been used as a derogatory term for mentally disabled people. Yes, it has. Yeah, but not by me. It's just like, if you do something dumb, I'm going to call you retarded. (laughs) But I know you don't like that, so I'm making (laughs) myself better. I'm also trying to swear less in my life. It doesn't work out all the time. It's just like I'm trying to say like less. Yeah, sure. 
as I started that sentence with. Just like, you know, like. I'm just trying not to add fucking before words all the time. Fair. We're bettering ourselves. I'm not a trucker anymore. Can't talk like that. Was I a trucker too? Well, you say like. That's oh, right. not a trucker I'm thing. I'm a valley girl. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just realized they'll never hear the joke about Princess Diana's friends and her t- <laughs> periods. They might. I could I could cut that out and put your stuff in there. No, it's okay. I'm still thinking I might just go through it and record myself again mm-hmm. and just attempt to do the exact same thing. Okay. it just take a lot of time. All right, anyway. So they started building in 37. It didn't get finished until 42. And what happened... 1942 well it happened before that but the war exactly so it was used as a u.s army hospital instead oh okay called the holleran general hospital after colonel paul stacy holleran and uh i just wish that he was a general that would have made way more sense why because it's holleran general hospital oh (laughs) no that would just be punny (laughs) yeah exactly Anyway, so soldier ghosts, maybe, mm. since we're talking about ghosts, right? Maybe. Yeah. It's pretty devastating shit happened in that hospital, I bet. Yep. Wait, it was in New York? Staten Island, yep. And it was a soldier hospital for like when they came back? Like if they were so bad off that they just had to come back to America. Oh, okay. So like it wasn't like... It wasn't a field hospital. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think the war happened on Staten Island. <laughs> Little known fact, the Nazis invaded Staten Island. <laughs> this is about Nazis. <laughs> Nazi ghosts. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great twist. Unfortunately not. Yeah. Um, after the war ended, there was talks of turning it into a veterans administration Uh but in October 1947, the Willowbrook State School opened. Ooh. Explain your ooh. I know what happens in state schools. Children get abused as fuck. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. This is a nice school for mentally challenged people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should have never told you this was a dark episode. <laughs> Uh, within the first decade, there were many hepatitis outbreaks, primarily A. Okay. Uh, so a couple of medical researchers by the names of Saul Krugman and Robert W. McCollum decided they would study hepatitis through these patients. Okay. Is that how it became an outbreak or just because <clears throat> they happened to get it? They're like, oh, well, let's study it. People were getting it, so they're like, we'll study it. Okay, so, they're, they're just taking an opportunity. Exactly. Not, not making one. Not so bad. Okay. And they just wanted to find out the difference between uh, serum hepatitis, which is from like blood transfusions or sex and stuff, mm-hmm. and infectious hepatitis, which is just like if I cough into your mouth or something. <laughs> well, let me open my mouth and you cough <laughs> and see what happens. Uh, so like you said, they're just taking advantage of, I mean, it's a bad thing, but they're mm-hmm. they're trying to help. Okay. But then they started just uh, giving it to the healthy 
children as well. Just to see what would happen. Just to do it. <laughs> they were evil monsters who treated these children like lab rats. And nobody cared. Like Nazis. Exactly. Okay. Like Joseph Mengele. Ugh. Yeah, so these two fucking assholes did that. So any chance of any of them getting out of there without, or they're never getting out, but mm-hmm. surviving without hepatitis was gone. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just do it. Uh, the study lasted from the late 50s into the 60s, but eventually a public outcry shut it down, at least. Mm-hmm. And the hepatitis was cleared from the building. All right, that's good. Okay. 1983, Krugman was given the Mary Woodward Lasker Public Service Award for his work in this. And then I wrote, I fucking hate people. Because <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So we got maybe soldier ghosts. We got mentally ill hepatitis ghosts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a strain of hepatitis. It's not quite there. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I such, these people are assholes. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Um, all right, moving on. By 1965, Willowbrook housed 6,000 of these uh, residents, patients, whatever you'd call them. Um, but their maximum capacity was 4,000. Uh, That's Bobby, not a fire violation? or No, nah, it was the 60s. <laughs> Bobby Kennedy, Senator Robert Kennedy, mm-hmm. took a tour of the place even in 1965 and quote says the residents are living in filth and dirt their clothing are rags in rooms less comfortable and cheerful than the cages in which we put animals in a zoo and all he did was give them some recommendations on how to improve it they didn't have to do it he just recommended why don't people care about these kids it's the 60s so fucking what kids were on their own back then they were mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? They didn't coddle people, and coddling is why we are upset about babies cold outside. These so. people are dying. Yep. <laughs> and nobody's really upset about that song. The internet's upset. That's like 12 people. <laughs> 12 people with 15 computers. Exactly. <laughs> it's a minority for sure. Mm-hmm. So the hepatitis study had ended at this point. But the reputation of Willowbrook was that it was just a warehouse for the New York City's mentally disabled. Hmm. Just throw them in there. Forget about them. Many of the residents That's were sad. abandoned by their families, uh, foster care agencies, and any other system That's that really was meant to care too. for them. Yeah. Their families are just like, no. It's awful. This whole thing's a fucking bummer. Mm-hmm. Got any jokes? Nope. <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To get the hell away from Willowbrook? Yeah. <laughs> that was some good ASMR, too. That made a fun sound. <laughs> Luckily, Donna J. Stone tried to come to the rescue. Mm-hmm. She was an advocate for the mentally disabled children as well as ch- victims of child abuse. Is this the 70s now? That- uh, yeah, I think so. Because that's a real 70s name. John Day Stone. Mm-hmm. I, ma- I imagine her having some like Farrah Fawcett hair and maybe some like shaded glasses. She wears pants. I can't remember. I did see a picture of her, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But she gained access to Willowbrook by posing as a recent social work graduate. Oh. She took all her 
observations and she brought them to the press. Stealth. Well, I guess. But this started a snowball effect. And more reporters got interested. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, eventually, Geraldo Rivera. That name sound familiar? Sounded familiar to me. I think so. Geraldo. Mm-hmm. The, it's a reporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he in early 1972 was still an investigative reporter for WABC TV in New York. Mm-hmm. But he, saw, I don't even know how he gained access. He just fucking forced his way in, I guess. He's like, I'm Geraldo. Yes. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you about the news. <laughs> He's an investigative reporter. I think that's like the the guy sitting at the desk does that. Ron Burgundy. I, th- I think Geraldo eventually had a show like that, though. I think yeah, that's why we know At this the name. point, he's an investigative reporter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He conducted a series of investigations to uncover horrible conditions, overcrowding, inadequate sanitary facilities, and physical and sexual abuse. Wait, what was his name? For sure, just plow over the physical and sexual abuse with names. Geraldo Rivera. He's <laughs> <laughs> definitely a big name. Guy. Yeah, he's got a killer stash, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why we know it. Because of his mustache? Yeah. Or because of the documentary he made known as Willowbrook, The Last Great Disgrace. Nope, never heard of it. And that's where all the rape and pillaging and murdering would happen? Well, they did this to the children. Mm-hmm. They beat them, sexually abused them. They had horrible conditions, overcrowding, inadequate sanitary facilities. The kids just kind of ran around the halls willy-nilly doing whatever the fuck they wanted. And then also being beaten. So, yeah. But this documentary led to a, an eventual class action lawsuit against the state of New York by 5,000 parents of the residents. But it's like, parents do you just, just have you never visited? <laughs> yeah. Like you just, they literally just abandon their kids. They ring a bell and they're like, it's parent time, it's parent time. And everyone rushes to like clean the kids up and throw a bow in one of their hairs and be like, oh, the one that's like been dead for six days, they put a blanket over like, oh, she's sleeping. <laughs> Isn't she cute? <laughs> That's so bad. Seriously, I fucking hate this place. Yeah. But it was eventually shut. Well, it was shut down. No, it wasn't even shut down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I misspoke. In 1975, uh, something known as the Willowbrook Consent Decree was signed to improve the conditions, which means that no blame was placed on anybody. They just agreed to fix it, which means nobody was arrested. Nobody was fined for all the fucking horrible things they did. I'm sorry for saying fucking. (laughs) Like why? (laughs) But nobody, nobody got punished for these horrible crimes against humanity. Okay. America. I don't like that. America. (laughs) I guess. September 17th, 1987. The last children left there. And it was in eighty seven. Lasted that much longer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently the conditions were better, but it was still run by the same people, so who knows? Jesus Christ. The only person who didn't work there was the person who was trying to help from the inside. Mm-hmm. She was fired for helping. Oh. And that stayed on her permanent record and she never got a job again. <laughs> exactly. Uh so Willowbrook was left to 
basically ruins eventually. It just kind of deteriorated. There was plans on turning it into or adding on to the Staten Island Community College, which it is now. There's parts of it that are rebuilt. And so now there's just a soldier ghost helping kids with their... Yes, with their hepatitis. (laughs) (laughs) But before they could start doing the building, Mm -hmm. uh, a man named Andre Rand came into the picture. No idea? Nope. What about the name Cropsy? Yes. Oh, okay. So Wait, this is crop. This enter story? Cropsy. Okay. Who was a kidnapper and alleged serial killer? I thought this was just an urban legend, though. No, this is a real guy. But Cropsy was a real person? Yeah. Andre Rand. He's in prison. I'm shocked. <laughs> I thought it was an urban legend. Nope. Oh, and then I thought the documentary that's on Netflix is like an urban legend show. No, nope, that's real. Oh, I don't think I've seen it then. I don't think I've watched it because they'll probably know, tell us that it. it's a real dude. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure they will. And the murder, <laughs> although he was never convicted of murder. I thought it was just something that people told their kids so that they wouldn't go out, so that cops he wouldn't get them. Well, it's a good way to do it. <laughs> He's a real guy. <laughs> All right, got it. Like, don't go hang out with that Picton character or he'll (laughs) rape and murder you. (laughs) And then there's kids chanting chanting in the street, Picton, Picton, come out to play. Something about pigs should be in there. I don't know. I'm not good with rhymes. Little, little piggies um, are here to stay. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, there's many cases of missing children connected to Rand. Like and uh, they couldn't connect him with it, or they connected him to him, but they could never convict him. It was a shitload. He's a serial killer. Um, until he was seen walking with a little girl with Down syndrome named Jennifer Schwager uh, through Willowbrook. When it was decrepit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention. Andre ran. Uh, worked at Willowbrook. He was a oh, custodian there. So he's taking her back to somewhere familiar. Yeah. Well, the police are going to connect that, obviously. Well, and, and they have witnesses. <laughs> um, after 35 days search for her, they found her body buried at Willowbrook. Oh, that's so sad. Rand was charged with kidnapping and first-degree murder, but only convicted of kidnapping because I guess they couldn't prove that he killed her. Hmm. So he is currently serving 25 to life. He was he had parole set for 2008, mm-hmm. but in 2004, they found him guilty on an, a second kidnapping from another time, so he's not eligible until 2037, and he'll be 93 years old okay. or dead. Probably dead. Hopefully. Uh, there's also speculation that Rand was a Satanist, and he provided these children as sacrifices. To Satan, or to the other Satanist. To the other Satanist, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's other people involved, potentially. Potentially. There's a lot of talk about Satanist activity still going on there. Hmm. Some people think it's just the ghosts wandering around making noise. Uh, because that's where the ghosts come in. The only real thing about ghosts in this is there's the occasional apparition of former patients. And, uh, quote, unearthly yowls coming from Willowbrook in the night. 
which could again just be the satanists um making Chanting. up a ghost story to like scare people away could be. so people are just like out of a scooby-doo movie and they're just like a ghost and run away yes exactly <laughs> um but anyway willowbrook's a terrible place ghosts are not it's not a great place it's never has been it seems at least for the whole 20th century mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't seem like a nice place no. i don't like anything about it <laughs> but it was interesting it kept my interest it does sound interesting i'll probably watch both of those documentaries now yeah um, it's nice. It's cool to learn that Cropsy's not a urban legend. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And that he'll die in prison. Yeah. But it really does bum me out that nobody got convicted. Why did they anything. call him Cropsy? I don't know. I didn't get that far. I'll watch the doc. Okay. I figured we could actually use him in a serial killer episode. That's why I didn't go into any other victims. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. And now another word from our sponsors. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second Second Impressions, Impressions, where we'll try anything twice. Each week we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. And we're back. So, Katie, what did you think of my story? It was dark. Yep. Um, there was definitely a lot less to make fun of. Yeah. I'm, I'm still dreaming about our Princess Die episode. It was so easy. Mm-hmm. To think we didn't think that much information would come of it. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. Oh, well. Well, I'm doing a pretty famous case mm-hmm. very well documented case uh it is called the enfield Polter- poltergeist have you ever heard of it no i so, don't think so so i had known this as what i thought remember the episode where you were talking about the most haunted place in the uk yeah that turned out to be a lie that place yeah this one might turn out to be a lie too <laughs> okay so we're gonna bring the mood right back up here Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! Um, so the, uh, this one, I knew all of the stories surrounding it, and I thought there was a lot more story to it, but it's a lot of just like straight to the facts. Um, if you're extremely interested in this, you can actually find it as the plot line of The Conjuring 2, which I thought I'd seen. But I think I've just seen the first like 30 minutes of and then I don't know why I haven't finished it. What's The Conjuring 1 about? The Conjuring it, 1. I figured it was about witches and shit. No, The Conjuring 1, there's like a ghost that is haunting. There might be witches in it. There's a family that's in a house. Um, and there's a ghost that's haunting them and like bruising. Oh, there's a ghost that's after the children. Okay. And, and I think using the mom to get to it. I just remember bruises, and I remember that scene where they're like playing the clapping game, and then what's the clapping game? So they're put they one of them's like blindfolded, and they're playing hide and go seek by uh, clapping. So it's like uh, Marco Polo. Yeah, and then there's a scene where someone like has a match, and there's like they clap, 
and there's like a ghost kid there. It's like, boom, and it's a jump scare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like oh, cool. All right. Um, and the Conjuring Two is based off of this story because um, a lot of like the Conjuring movies and the movies made within like um, what what are the other ones like Insidious and that's the one about astral projection. Yeah. Okay. Insidious and just all those <coughs> movies that are made within that particular like movie franchise. I don't know. Those I, were the same franchise. I think they're just related somehow. Okay. Because um, there's like Annabelle. And, right. Yeah. And there's another one that's another like Annabelle. Annabelle's like, yeah. Um, Annabelle might be, the beginning of the Annabelle story is from. Isn't that like an Amityville thing too? Annabelle? No. Annabelle's not an Amityville. I'm thinking of something else, maybe. Um, but anyways, those type movies, and they're all kind of related to Ed and Lorraine Warren cases, because Annabelle's an Ed, Ed and Lorraine Warren case. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Conjuring 1 is also... That must be The Conjuring 1 that Annabelle starts off in. Okay. Um, and then The Conjuring 2, Ed and Lorraine Warren also investigated this. The Enfields... What did you say it was? Yeah, the Enfield Poltergeist. Poltergeist. So the story takes place on 284 Green Street, um, which was a council house, so like a British public housing. Mm-hmm. I had to look up what a council house was. I was like, that sounds awfully fancy. <laughs> but was, it's not. It's not. It's just cheap housing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where a single mother, Peggy Hodgins. And so when I first started researching this, um, the different sources that I had had different names, and it got very confusing. So the first source that I had said that the mother's name was Peggy, um, but in another source, the eldest daughter's name was Peggy, and the mother was Margaret, and the, um, and then in... Dogs. But when I actually like went to like the documentary, uh, Margaret is the eldest daughter. Okay. Um, so Peggy. But there's also a neighbor named Peggy, so once there was like, all the names, I decided that we're just going to have the mother the children and then we're literally not going to learn anyone else's names because you can't have two people named peggy ever ever it's just confusing like there can only be one yeah i've never met a peggy in my life so if you give me two in one story i'm not gonna listen to you what is peggy even short for peg like pegasus Pegasus. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but what is it what is it short for i'm gonna find that (laughs) one Uh, okay, so Margaret is the eldest daughter, and she's around the age of 13 or 14 during the story. Margaret. Really? Yep. How oh. dumb is that? So she named it's her... It's come el- from Maggie. So from Margaret to Maggie to Peggy. I mean, like, Dick is short for Richard, so it could work, I guess. So she named her eldest daughter Margaret. After herself. And then also calls her Peggy. And then their neighbors named Margaret and also goes by Peggy. That's England, I guess. Fuck you, England. <laughs> it's either Margaret or Elizabeth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any other names. Diana and then you die in a car crash. Because yeah, you're not because named you're Margaret not. or Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Or because you're, you know some shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Should we like do highlights on <laughs> Princess Diana after this? Are we ever actually going to go back and do it? We'll think about it. 
like in two years when we forgot about what we yeah. did. Yeah, I've, I've saved my research on the off chance that we go back. It's all in this book. <laughs> uh, all right, so Margaret slash Peggy. Well, that explains why they're interchangeable. All right, I'm fine. I'm not mad about this. Yeah, that actually fixes your whole yeah. problem. So not mad. <laughs> but that means... There's three Peggy's in this story, and there can only be one. <laughs> so Peggy, is, so for the sake of Some this, of them better die. Peggy is the mom. Margaret, the eldest daughter, is just fucking Margaret. But you can just keep doing what you wanted, the mom and her kids. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. Okay. Um, so yeah, Margaret is about 13 or 14, if I haven't said that seven times already. <laughs> <laughs> Janet is the next oldest, and she's about 11. She's described as very rambunctious and high energy. Okay. The next oldest is a boy named Johnny. He's 10, and then there's also a 7-year-old Billy. Billy's literally not in this story. <laughs> Too young to make an impact, eh? Yeah. So the hauntings happened between 77 and 79, and it started out at the end of August in 77 when um, single mother Peggy Hodgins called the police to their home after her children. Hold on. I just zoomed down and got pictures because I have some pictures to show you. Okay. After her uh, children started reporting strange occurrences, Janet and Johnny made claims that their beds were inexplicably shaking. Like, good sound effects. Um... (laughs) It was good. But I don't think they like completely convinced her. However, the following night, there was knocking on the walls, um, and the, a chest of drawers in the girl ro- girl's room began to slide. So I, I don't know if that means that the chest itself slid across or the, the room, opened. or if the drawers did. Like, I was like, what do you yeah, mean Yeah, I that? take that as the whole thing moved. Yeah, and I think if I watched the first 30 minutes of Conjuring, I think that's what happened in the Conjuring, too. All right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So, was it um, good? Was the first one good? I liked the first one. Yeah, it was pretty spooky. I remember liking Insidious, but I also remember there was a really cheesy demon. Yeah. Like the stereotypical, like, cloven hooves and shit. Yeah. I'm off topic. Continue. <laughs> um. So, first they ran over to their neighbors, and their neighbors, like, went in and were like, the fuck? Um, and once they agreed that yeah their neighbor peggy yeah their neighbor peggy and her (laughs) husband and they're all related in some way too really yeah they're like stop naming your whole family there was a there was a whole like explanation of like on one of the websites that i went to of how everyone was related and i was like "Mm, nope unnecessary unnecessary added facts filler margaret thatcher another one peggy thatcher Oh, that's who you're talking about? <laughs> they call her? Peggy. There was a name for her. She had like a real mean nickname. The Iron. Yeah, Iron something. Yeah. The iron Cunt, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was actually it. The Iron Vagina. Yes. The Iron Vagina Monologues. <laughs> that's just like real hardcore Yeah. theater. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a picture of this. There's a single stage. A light turns on. It's Peggy Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, my vagina. Do it in an English accent. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was an iron one. And then she tells us the story of her vagina. And, and oh, how it got cast in iron. Yeah. It was so painful. Oh, that was a dark time in her life. Puberty is really hard for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no, it's, it's understandable why she was such a bitch. <laughs> uh, anyways, so I actually don't know anything about her. She might have been super nice, but I hear she was an asshole. She was Mother Teresa. Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Margaret Thatcher was the Prime Minister of I England. No, she was. <laughs> I'm making a joke that she was a really nice person and like helped orphan children. Oh, did she really? No. Oh. Well, that's... She was the Iron Cunt. <laughs> I'm so confused, but I'm. I'm but a, I relate to her as cunty bitch now. face. So, yeah, you're like a kind of Iron Con Junior. <laughs> yeah. Falling in her footsteps. I'm just, I'm just working on the material for my vagina model. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so once the neighbors were like, "Yeah, folks, things, things are going on here." Yeah, they were like, "Let's call the police over," which I said a little bit earlier that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the police come, and a female police constable goes in, and she witnesses a chair wobbling. What was her name? Just kidding. Didn't write <laughs> it down. <laughs> um, although she is interviewed in like a video that I'm not going to play the entirety on air, um, but so yeah, a snippet. Yeah, so we won't get to her. Okay. But anyway, so the chair start, starts wobbling back and forth, back and forth, like from side to side, like on mm-hmm. its legs, like. Yep. Um and. She even goes as far as, like, putting a marble down on the ground to see if, like, there was a reason why it was wobbling, like, and the marble stayed Like, to see still. if the floor was uneven. Yeah, and she, like... wouldn't explain a chair doing this. But. Yeah, and she couldn't find a reason why the chair was moving on itself. So, hmm. she's like, fuck, ghost. Ghosts. Um, so, a lot of activity happened throughout the house, um... I'm going to just quickly go through, like, a big list that's literally, like, verbatim off of a website called um, Psy-Encyclopedia, P-S-I. Okay.-Encyclopedia. Um, and it's basically the list says, an incomplete list as follows. Okay. Yeah. So, marbles and pieces of Lego were seen traveling through the air at a great speed, seemingly. I'm not going to even say that. Um, <laughs> Why not? Just because it's added filler that we don't need. Oh, okay. A uh, teapot shook vigorously on a cabinet in the absence of an external vibration. Metal spoons bent in the lid of a metal pot. Teapot was deformed. The shade of a bedside lamp tilted and then straightened. A toilet door opened and closed when nobody was nearby. A cardboard box... Uh, cardboard boxes and cushions were thrown by an unknown for- force. A slipper was thrown across the room by an unknown source. A frame certificate was pulled off the wall. Um, a bedroom carpet was pulled up at the edge from an identical shape each time. In effect, uh, which Gross, who is an investigator we'll talk about, um, was unable to replicate. Um, a settee, which... A settee... Spell it. S-E-T-T-E-E. Yeah, you got me. Uh, okay, was levitated and overturned in front of several witnesses. 11-year-old Janet levitated and was deposited in different places at different times, uh, which we'll, we're going to talk a little bit more about. Okay. Um, kitchen unit doors slid open of their own accord. Tubular door chimes swung from side to side many times. Footsteps were heard when nobody else was present. 12-year-old... Oh, now she's 12. <laughs> 
12-year-old Margaret was held um, fast by an unknown force, which we're going to talk more about. Um, <laughs> Knox Banks crashes were heard, not caused by plumbing, vibration, or other external sources. Coins disappeared from one room and reappeared in another. Small fires started and extinguished themselves without damage. That's lucky. Mm-hmm. Water appeared in circumstances not understood. Normally reliable electrical equipment, such as tape recorders, cameras, etc., failed to work. Operations were seen, partial and total. Um, the iron frame of a built-in fireplace was wrenched from the wall. Um, excrement appeared in inappropriate places. There were written messages and abusive remarks and swear words in a gruff masculine voice apparently produced by Janet and sometimes Margaret um, also happened which we're going to talk more about as well so, so wait they would like they would say swear words but it would come out as a deep masculine voice we're going to get to it okay. so the main investigators on this were Maurice Gross and Guy Playfair who actually wrote a book called This House is Haunted um, in which they terrible title <laughs> <laughs> in which they argued that this is one of the most haunted things to ever happen and they even shut down a lot of skeptics in it um despite that there's kind of some skepticism um for good reason are you gonna get into that too yeah okay um so let's just talk about so there could have been two things. So the majority of the activity happened primarily around Janet, the 11-year-old. Um, and it was kind of described that she was just up to fuckery all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it also happened to Margaret. So it generally surrounded the two of them. Um, well, I'm sorry to interrupt. Mm -hmm. But if you go back to my sister's explanation of poltergeists. Yeah. It's young, angsty women, right? Yeah. That's all I had to say. Well, they're young, angsty women. So are they doing it? Well, it's debated whether or not it's the two of them um, making things happen by them acting out. Right. Um, or if it's a poltergeist that happens around them. Like if it's actually... Is attracted to them. Is attracted to them. Or connected to them. And part of the reason why is because it primary happened when the two of them were around in the house if both of them were absent from the house nothing would happen in the house okay however if one of them was home and someone was at a neighbor's house stuff would happen at the neighbor's house as well as at the house yeah it definitely sounds like them yeah <laughs> as i was reading this i was like i'm a little disappointed because this has always been presented to me in a way where it was like the most haunted place ever. Ooh, so much haunting, so much ghost. Fun, 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 ghosty children. And reading this, I was like, this kid just wants to fuck shit up. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, by the next morning after the goat, yeah. Although people witness shit fly without anybody doing things. So, in total, there's more than 30 people who have witnessed things happen in this house, which include um, the two investigators, includes journalists, including journalists from the Daily Mirror. It includes Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like neighbors, like friends of the family. Yeah. So there's. So it couldn't like maybe the girls are doing it, but they're fucking. Yeah. They have telekinesis. They they might be doing it, and they might just be like fucking shit up, or um, they just have to be really talented to convince. 30 people i would say and they're or, just kids yeah or those 30 people really want to believe 
The only yeah. person that I genuinely believe in this story, though, is the lady police officer and the wobbling of the chair. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, so maybe there was just like a mild haunting at this place and these girls were like, let's take advantage and get some attention. Like what happened to the last most haunted house in England? Yeah. It was slightly haunted and then some bitch tried to cover up some affairs by smashing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so by the next day after the police came and left, uh, that's when things started to escalate and that was with the toys, the Lego and the marbles um, mm-hmm. being thrown inexplicably around the room with no one actually like throwing them. Basically, they came in there like, Peggy, clean up your room. She's like, I didn't do it. Yeah. The poltergeist did it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the activities too would also follow the girls to school sometimes. Um, One time, Peggy was on the stairs and she started to claim... Peggy. Oh, Margaret. Both Peggy slash Margaret. Yeah. Um, were on the <laughs> stairs and she started to claim that there was an invisible force holding her in one spot, like like getting Sounds her stuck like there. Sounds like some asshole kid would say. Yeah. But then like if you looked at her, the way that she was extended was just like one leg back and like like she was pretending to pull herself. So it was horse shit. Po- probably. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. You but it's know. more fun to believe. Holy shit, she got grabbed by a ghost. Another time, Janet got stuck in the bathroom and was unable to get out. Stuck how? Like Like the door door was locked? Yeah. But she was like, oh no, it's it's stuck. I I, I can't get out. It's stuck, but she's just like pushing the wrong way. (laughs) Like she's, they're trying to pull it and she's pulling it and they're just like, oh no. (laughs) It's just the house full of really stupid people. I got stuck in a bathroom at our restaurant once because i couldn't figure out open the door explain um i'd only had one glass of wine and i went to this this really good korean barbecue place in north van and i went to go to the bathroom and as i was coming out like i couldn't remember if it was a push or pull and i just like literally couldn't figure it out and i was like trying it like it seemed like it was a pull door and it wouldn't and then i was like oh <laughs> it's a push door <laughs> when i was a kid i got trapped in a bathroom stall you couldn't crawl under? Oh, I did. That's how I got out. <laughs> but the thing was just too tight. I couldn't get the little the thing over. Aww. So, yeah, I just crawled out and went about my business. Little Dave. <laughs> so cute. I was pretty cute. Things have changed. <laughs> now I could tear that wall down. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Well, it's a stall. Let's talk about bathroom stalls. <laughs> Why don't they go all the way to the floor and all the way to the roof? um probably safety reasons like in case you get trapped in one i guess yeah or like like in some of the public places that i've worked like people will go into them and just like shoot up heroin mm-hmm. and then so like if it locks from the inside you have to be able to get in somehow to save a life save a life yeah wow yeah i learned something today well i don't think i don't know if that's the real reason but like it just could be makes complete sense to me it's also real easy for for perverts though yeah but generally if i see a pervert in the bathroom i'm not gonna go over there they could come in after Mm. yeah i guess (laughs) makes it hard to hide from serial killers too yeah you gotta like stand on the bowl yeah hope your foot doesn't slide in and it always does (laughs) 
Or you drop some important thing in the toilet and then it's ruined. Like it sounds like a turd plopping. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I always just thought that was weird. And there's always the crack. And you can like see people. You can make eye contact through those cracks. It depends on the bathroom. But yeah, I've made some eye contact. I'm like, hey girl, hey, you got a tampon? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's why. In case you need a tampon, you can reach under the stall. Yeah. <laughs> or toilet paper. All right, so there's photos of Janet levitating, <laughs> which has, that have been kind of debated as faked by the girls um, because Janet was also, like, really good at gymnastics, so it could have just been, like, and if you kind of look at some of the photos, like, her hair is kind of flying up, like, she's kind of jumped up and, like, right. just physics. One, two, three, jump. Yeah. And, um, and another one, it almost looks like she's holding herself up just by, like, her arm, mm. like, it does look like gymnastics, basically. Why didn't they get it on like video though? They have, uh, they don't have it on video that I'm aware of. Maybe it is out there, but I do have some photos to show you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put them up on the Instagram if you want to go check them out. Um, but Ed of Ed and Lorraine Warren said that Janet's levitation was real and that it once occurred when Janet was sound asleep. But there's no actual f- photographs of that. Well, that makes sense because she's asleep. Who's just going to roll in with a camera? So there's the photos of her. So that one to me just looks like she's, she's jumped off the bed. Jumping. Yeah. Um, that one. And then this one is the one that I said where her hands are up and this man's like, oh my God, she's levitating, holding her leg. Can you zoom in on that? I feel, I feel like she's just on all fours. No, she's not on all fours. Um, how do I zoom? I don't know. This is why touch screens are the best. Here's I just can't tell. I mean, I guess she's just... Yeah, I, I think I got it. Yeah. But the second one, the one on the right there, mm-hmm. she's literally jumping. Yeah, and the, you can actually see like a progression of photos too. And there's one where she's like way back here as well. So she jumped off the bed. Yeah. I can levitate too. What, what's her name, Peggy? That's Janet. Damn it, Janet. Nice. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> We should do that movie, too. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good one. Do you want to just do that for the bonus episode this month? It's festive. If it was Halloween. Well, we're going into 2019. It's a very progressive year. Why? Because 2018 is progressive. We're all, like, hashtag me tooing, and we're okay with, like, different gender titles. So 2019 is going to be, like, triple as progressive. Uh, yeah, I get it. Okay, because of they're all from transvestite, transsexuals from transvestite yeah all right fun i like it and then i can just sing songs the entire episode yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so a voice that appeared not to be janet's would come from her um it appeared to be that of an old man um perhaps like possessing her so she made like so she was the voice was coming out of her but it wasn't her voice yeah and then there's also like sometimes voices and whistling sounds would come near her like as if she was like it was around her but it could have also just been like throwing her voice get it how do people feel i don't understand that i don't shit. understand that either but i know it's a thing yeah um so there are rec- um i'll just play you a quick mm-hmm. snippet just move the pop filter no, she's not even talking she's just sitting there spooky sounds it doesn't always do no, it at all, does it? No, she's talking like a normal person. This isn't a part. Like we're talking now. It may not now, Hold after on. you've said that, but you won't do it when you want it to. Stop. 
Okay. I won't Here's do it when you want it. December the 12th. Yes. And how did this start? Well, that's her normal voice, guys. Oh, Mr. Graf is talking about it, about when we were all set for it. It's... Jerry. Who's that? That's not her, right? No, I can't see her. the video. Who's that, Jerry? Pardon? Stuart. All right, pause, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Katie will figure it out. Don't worry, don't even worry about it. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> Here, I've got a link. You have a link? Yeah, I think the one I originally had. All right. Anyways, if you want to see the full thing, you can uh, look, just look up the Enfield Poltergeist on YouTube. Did you watch the doc? Um, that's not what I meant to write either. Oh. Did you watch it? I've seen it before. Okay. Um, I accidentally looked up T-Ware. What? I said I accidentally looked up T-Ware. I don't know what that means. Oh, this might be it. So, guys, today I'm drinking... Black Butte Porter from Deschutes Brewery in Oregon. Bend, Oregon. It's delicious. I think it's my favorite beer. Kate's drinking Trash Panda, like always. Like always. Kate literally doesn't like anything else other than Phillips Tiger Shark. Whatever happened to, uh... It doesn't matter. Okay. There we go. I was going to ask the same question as I asked earlier. How many voices are there? Six hundred. Six hundred voices. Oh, no, a joke. How many really are there, Margaret? I think so far we've had ten um, sensible voices, but the rest of the names are absolute rubbish. That's pretty fucking creepy. Although I can talk like that too. Exactly. But still, <laughs> it's creepy. I always find it creepy when little kids talk though. Yeah. Normal voice or not. <laughs> British voice or not. Yeah. Oh, you must be freaking out all these <laughs> British kids. I actually like her voice better when it's like this. Because it sounds like she's an 80-year-old woman who's been smoking her whole life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Damn you. Janet. When I was 11, I used to act out with a voice like that, too, except for the only thing I would say was like, I like fish. Do you like fish, too? That's acting out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really like fish, though? Actually, I think I said, like, I like fish. I don't know why I thought it was funny. It's <laughs> funny now. And then my mom would go, stop doing that. And I was like, you like, like fish? I like fish, don't you? How old were you? Between the ages of 11 and like 15. Oh, wow. I'm a very loud... I have the too much gene. I The too much gene. I have a hard time turning it off, particularly around my parents. That sounds fun, though. So, yeah, I'm very loud. My mom's dog is afraid of me. You're like Jordan when he's not around his parents. Yeah. Only when you're around your parents. Yeah. Right. So, um, so at one point, a ventriloquist <clears throat> visited the girls and confirmed that they were faking. 
Oh, seriously? Yeah. However, Gross and Playfair were like, no, no, it's real. <laughs> Definitely I mean, real. Who trusts a ventriloquist to me to do anything? Yeah. Um, although there was like, I think it might have even been Gross was like the the girl or Janet got sent to her room one day and then she got caught sneaking back to like try and throw her voice. But he was like, no, 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 it's still real. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun to believe i guess mm-hmm. are they making any money off of this uh well in any they way? probably made it from the tv appearance but i think it's just two girls i don't think the mom like made any money from it i think it was just two girls just being like i want attention like I, my dad's right. fucked off like right. i'm living with my single mom and like a cheap house like kids yeah with like 10 other kids because like everyone had kids back then four kids can you imagine being a mom with four kids couldn't even imagine being a mom with one kid. Yeah. Well, it's I can't imagine being a woman. It sounds awful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, but my male privilege is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's the first time I've ever said male privilege. <laughs> I think it's funny. But basically, that's all that happened. Like, after the 18-month period, the ghost fucked off. The girls stopped getting their attention. I bet you the mom was like, okay, guys, fucking stop She it. started beating their asses. Like, yeah, get your shit together. I'm going to send you to lady school. And yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. And it probably wasn't... It was probably like sending them to the state school. And they were like, fuck, better get my shit together. Yeah. Yeah. And now they grew up to be like great members of society. One of these now? girls grew up to be Margaret Thatcher. The Iron Cunt herself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's up to you, listener. Do you think they were faking? Do you think they were telling the truth? Yeah. What do you believe? Pure fuckery. <laughs> I went from being a believer to being like, yeah, I was 11. <laughs> so... Your ghost story had no ghosts. I, I win in ghosts. Yeah. You have, I didn't think I had any, but I won. Yeah. You're like, there's an apparition in mine. Yeah. And unearthly yowls. I don't even know what a yowl is. I think it's more like a... That's a howl. Nope. I howl is... What's a jowl? <laughs> oh, a jowl is like a big thing under your chin. <laughs> what's a bowel <laughs> accurate <laughs> um oh i got some shit to talk about with you now i remembered while you were doing your thing oh shit how fucking dare you say the die hard isn't a christmas movie <laughs> fuck you it's he a, even says ho 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 motherfucker at some point i'm sure maybe but it's it's a cop movie that takes place at christmas that's like saying a family man's christmas movie because it happens like on christmas but then he like lives his life through valentine's day and nobody ha- even knows what you just said a family man the family man with nick cage i never heard of it what in the ad it had that song where it's like i don't even know the lyrics it sounds like a christmas movie though so on Christmas Eve, like this, like really fancy Wall Street guy is like, there's a sexy lady in his bed, and she leaves, and then he goes to work, and then he gets a message from his the love of his life that he left like ten years earlier, um, to go to London and then start this job, 
and then um, saying that she wants to meet him for some reason. And then something happens and he wakes up the next day and he's in bed with her and they're in a house like in the suburbs and um okay and he like fucks off for the day of christmas because he's like where the fuck am i like where's my fancy car i've got like a i don't remember what he had like a ferrari and mercedes i don't know he had like an expensive car okay and um this guy that don john uh don Cheadle plays who is a gangster oh he he like stopped a robbery that's what happened and then nick cage did or don Cheadle did uh don Cheadle was the robber guy okay yeah and then he like of course he was and then he tried to save don Cheadle's like gangster character his name was cash money um, don Cheadle can't be gangster look was, at him he was trying <laughs> he's trying real hard okay and then so he shows up in the fancy car like in a suit and he's all like hmm it seems like you might have a lesson to learn or something like that and then so he goes to his like boring job at like a tire sales thing and then he tries to like chase after his life that he currently has as like a fancy like money man and then he goes back to his family and his little girl is like you're not my real dad like i think you're from space and i was like smart girl fun (laughs) and then they have their life together and then he realizes that their life is great together and then he realizes that he like learned his lesson and that he's going back to his normal life and he wakes up in his normal life but then realizes he still like wants her in his life so he goes and finds her and she's like a fancy like person moving to paris and he's all like don't go okay what's the movie the scrooge and the christmas carol yeah it's a christmas carol okay that sounds kind of like that no because he There's got a... to live or witness another life yeah but he literally spends he wanted like... that six months in that thing and they're like it's a christmas movie because he wakes up on christmas explain how the christmas carol is a christmas movie it all happens on christmas so does it's the story of christmas past christmas present and christmas future okay die hard happens on christmas as well okay but it's a cop movie and it's there. cops can be in movies do they learn any sentimental like lessons most definitely what do they learn other than that he wants to be with his family okay well I'll give it that. <laughs> he saves his ex-wife. Mm. It's a cop movie, though. And he's barefoot the whole time. He has to walk through glass. Eventually, he gets a machine gun, and he lets them know in a great way. And I'm really sad that I'm drawing a blank on the bad guy. Is Die Hard? Two- awesome. I've never seen Die Hard Two. Is Die Hard takes place pretty close to Christmas? It's just near Christmas. <laughs> I think it might be Christmas. Is there Eve a Die well. Hard Three? There's like five of them. Are they all Christmas movies? No. no. That's okay. Home Alone 3 and 4 aren't Christmas movies either. How are they not? I don't know. I own them, but I was reading the back of them because I've never actually seen them. And I was like, that's not. It's not even Macaulay Culkin though, right? No. It's like Burnett kids. <laughs> <laughs> At least I heard. Like, you're all not even related. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's like 25. He's like, I'm just going to order some cheese pizza. Like keep yeah. the change of filthy animal <laughs> <laughs> those are good movies um but yeah this is i have some very very strong feelings about that because i feel like the only people who say that die hard is a christmas movie is dudes it's because only dudes like it i didn't say i didn't like die hard i well, just said it's not a christmas movie because you're dead inside <laughs> you can't see the love that he has for his wife anyways Still not a Christmas movie. So the only people who claim that it's a Christmas movie are dudes. And it's the same dudes that say that 
they want to own a motorcycle or they're planning on getting the motorcycle license, but probably don't actually have a motorcycle. I want to get a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) they also, um, if you go on a date with them, think that Fight Club is a great date movie. I've seen it like 60 times. Thank you, dudes. Why would that be a date movie? Because like I always like want to introduce them to my favorite movie, which is The Jerk. And that's your favorite movie. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> the new phone book is here. <laughs> it's a great movie. I'll give you that. <laughs> I like that he we was raised by black Hero. people somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should call that dog shit. <laughs> it's really good. This man hates cans. Okay. <laughs> Stay away from the cans. <laughs> yeah, that's a good fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well played. So they all show you how many... Yeah. I mean, Fight Club's a good movie, yeah. but it's not Anyways, the it's, best movie. It's all their favorite movies is Fight Club. And um, everyone, every guy thinks that Husky is the best dog, and that's the kind of dog that they want. So guys who tell me that they think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, I'm just Basic like, bitch. They're a basic bitch. Like... <laughs> You make fun so of me I'm for wanting bitch. Sephora and drinking my Starbucks. Fuck you, you basic bitch. What's 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 Sephora? Oh, that's a makeup store. Yeah. Actually, one of the reasons I knew I liked Michael is because he let me talk about the Kardashians for ten minutes in our, on our first date, and it was basically uh. just me going, "I really like Kim Kardashian's crying face." So whenever I'm really and you said sad, like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> like totally for sure. Um, have you ever watched a video of her crying though? I've seen a picture of it. I think it's a meme, right? Yeah, I think so. But there's yeah. like you can find compilation videos of it, and if you're just ever feeling really shitty about yourself, honestly, I'm not sure if I've ever seen her in anything other than a picture, other than her having sex with that guy, Ray J. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her. What about in a when she video. broke the internet? How'd she break the internet? Um, she took a picture of like her ass and a that champagne That was a picture. Bottle. Yeah, I saw the picture. Oh. I mean, moving pictures. You've never videos. seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians where she's like looking at her phone and being like, oh my God, Courtney. Like, no, I don't even know what her voice sounds like. Pretty much like that. <laughs> I know what her voice, sec- her sex voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> like I said, it's the only thing I've it's ever seen It's probably the same in. like that. Oh my God, Ray J. It's so big. <laughs> like, that's really good. Thank you. Just come on my tits. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we've come to an agreement that Die Hard is a Christmas movie Mm, because he learns a lesson. Yeah, but usually cop movies, they learn lessons too. You want to hear a a fun uh, theory about Die Hard? What? Okay, the guy on the outside, the, the cop... That's helping John McClane from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know his actor name, but he was the guy who was also in. Fuck! What was that show called? The family they had uh, the really nerdy guy. I'm trying to Urkel. blank on Urkel. Yeah. Um, what was that? Sh- full? No, it's not he, full he House, played a obviously. cop in that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the theory is that it's the same cop because in Die Hard he talks about how he shot a kid. <laughs> and the theory is that he shot Urkel and moved to LA <laughs> to oh. get away from his dark past. <laughs> if that's the case, then I like that. And he can be a ghost of like Christmas past kind of person. There you go. Mm-hmm. So Christmas movie. Yeah. There's It's a Christmas party. 
I just on can't, Christmas I just Eve, don't want to be basic. He gets back I together can't. with his family. Christmas movie. I can't do it. It's not basic. It's fact. Do you want to do that as our bonus episode? We've got like three bonus episodes going on now. <laughs> we haven't picked one yet, though. Whatever happened to the book? You ever I find can't it? find it. All right, so that one's out. That one's out for now. All right. For now. Well, it's going to be a mystery. Mm-hmm. And in the title of the bonus episode, I'm going to put every movie that we might have done. Mm-hmm. And then you'll figure it out. No, we're going to... It's it's decided. We're doing Die Hard. Okay. And we're going to... Not Rocky Horror? And it's been a... No, we're doing Die Hard. <laughs> and we're going to talk about and debate whether it's a Christmas movie... Huh. After I've rewatched it, because I haven't seen it probably in about ten years, because it's not a Christmas movie. What does Michael think? Um, I don't know. I'll ask him. Okay. He's only agree- he's agreed to watch Christmas movies with me because he's trying he's trying really hard for him <laughs> 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 to appease me this holiday season because smart man we weren't on great terms last Christmas, um, and. So he's agreed to watch Christmas movies with me and participate in some Christmas things. Like I got him a special ornament to hang up on the tree, even though I decorated the tree without him. And he did uh, that and he like was like, okay, watch me do it. And I was like, great, thanks. He's agreed to watch Christmas movies under the condition <laughs> that they're Christmas movies that he hasn't seen before. I mean, there's a lot of them. Yeah. but like, He's I, probably seen all the good ones. I have so. like the same 10 that I like to watch. I think everybody does. Over and over again. Yeah. And so, like, it's really frustrating to me when I want to watch, like, one of my favorites. And he's like, I've seen that. And I'm like, why? What's, so what have you been watching? Um, well, we watched Bad Santa, which I'd never seen before. Good flick. Yeah, yeah. I was actually really happy with it. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it hits all the Christmas things. And I cried, so that's even better. Perfect. Um, we watched Rudolph because he had never seen it, which you guys really, yeah, we talked about this in the Princess Die episode. He had never seen it, he had never I remember seen us Rudolph. talking about yeah. it, yeah, um, which is fine. And then I watched Home Alone by myself because he had seen it, yeah. And I wore my Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Nice. Um, do they say Merry Christmas, you filthy animal in the second movie? Like, well, because he it because it, it, but the movie says it, the guy no, with no, the no, Tommy gun. The movie doesn't say that. The movie says, Keep the change, you filthy animal. No, it says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, and a happy new year. So that must be in the second in the second one, then, yeah. Because yeah. in the first one, it's just, um, Keep the, keep change, the change, you filthy animal. Yeah, the second and one <laughs> definitely kills a, a little blonde woman in the movie. Oh, okay, so he, yeah, and in the first one, and it's been a while since I've seen the second I've one. I've seen the second one a lot more because that's the one I owned growing up. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, Donald Trump's in that one. Yeah, he is. Because <laughs> it's in his hotel. <laughs> yep. Um, I learned that if you, probably before he was the president, that if you ever wanted to film anything in his hotel, he would agree to it as long as he got to be in the movie. A cameo? That's yeah. smart. Yep. You know what? I respect him for that. That's the only thing I respect Donald Trump for. I respect that he's good at making money. Yeah. He was. Neutral to it. <laughs> he was really smart about it i never liked like the apprentice or anything like that but he made money yeah like lots of people make money true doesn't mean i like them he was somehow got the whole american public to make him the president <laughs> yeah that's amazing hashtag respect <laughs> it's pretty mind-blowing yeah. but um, anyway continue yeah and then i've just got like a big pile like i like to watch the christmas shoes and i like to watch prancer christmas vacation is the one that we watch on christmas eve every year you've never seen the christmas shoes no. 
Oh, he's willing to watch Christmas Vacation, though, right? Well, he has to because my family watches it every year. But who would not want to watch it? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure he's seen it. But he'd want to watch it. It's hilarious. He just doesn't like rewatching movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. What so. about Christmas Story? Um, that one we usually watch on Christmas Eve, but we've we're getting older. My parents are getting older, so we only really have time for two movies mm. now. And my dad will not give up a Christmas Carol, and it's specifically the one with Alistair Sims, and it's because he really likes it when he stands on his head. <laughs> That's adorable. And we only watch it in black and white. I um, tried to make a tradition with my mom. I mean, I go to my dad's on Christmas Eve, but the day before Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. I've, I've only got to do it one year. Mm-hmm. I want to watch a horror movie with my mom. Aw, that's cute. She doesn't like them, but I forced them on her. <laughs> it's only happened once, but I did it. It's going to be a tradition. We've done it, it once. Be. It will be. Just work gets in the way. Yeah, that's fair. One day. What else are you watching? um elf no elf isn't in my in my i don't own it go to uh yeah it's my go to if it's on i'll watch it mm-hmm. same, same with christmas the cranks i'll watch it but it's not part of my go-to's um the polar express um people didn't like that movie i liked it but, but people didn't it was really good people are stupid um <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like it because it was not real it was a cartoon but it was too close to being a not a cartoon mm-hmm. like that was a big complaint yeah. it freaked people out that's stupid yeah i um, agree really stupid jingle all the way that's a good one jingle all the way oh that's schwarzenegger, schwarzenegger yeah. yeah um what else i already said prancer right yeah um a christmas and we talked about a christmas story mm-hmm. um Remember when a Christmas story would play on TBS 24 hours? Yes, it was the greatest thing ever. It was ever. awesome. Because it was like, it's, for a long time, it was the only Christmas movie I was into. Because it was amazing. And yeah. It still is. I was like a disgruntled teenager. I was like, I don't care about Christmas, but a Christmas story. Okay. It's a kid who wants a gun. And then I'd go grab my BB gun and be like, I'm just going to go hang outside for a bit. Don't shoot your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is when he yells, oh, fudge yeah but i didn't say fudge <laughs> brilliant that kid is like a director now is he he's also in elf yeah he was an elf uh yeah that's about it though that's but cool. it's decided die hard and we'll we'll talk about it maybe i'll change my mind but i just we'll genuinely don't believe it's a christmas movie <laughs> that's fine you're wrong but Fine. you know what i also have to say is a pretty good christmas movie and there might be a lot of people who disagree with me on that it's that um seth rogan one where they're going to the ball the christmas ball oh that's a great movie yeah it's pretty good it's really right? and it has all the like christmas and things it's not just like, christmas also hanukkah because he's yeah Jewish. exactly it's but it's good it hits all the things mm-hmm. learning lessons ghosts of christmas past family brothership it's like, got miley cyrus in it miley cyrus she's such a good singer <laughs> Like, you can say whatever you want about her, but she's a good singer. That's a rockin' jam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all I've got for you today. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Bye, friends.